Pepperidge Farm remembers when American Horror Story was terrible. LIW American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW American Horror Story Review, episode 29. Today's episode is 707. <gasps> Valerie Solanus died for your sins, uh, colon, scumbag. <sighs> Whew, man, that really took a lot out of me. So this is the longest episode title by far, especially considering last season was just chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, or something like that. Anyway, uh, today's episode is real fucked up. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh... In in any in any other season, this episode would have bugged the shit out of me because it's the most detached from our central storyline. It is it's 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 out there. I'll say that. This one starts off in 1968 when we see uh, Lena Dunham getting banged in the back of a car, uh, doggy style, if you will. Uh, it's my personally, it's my favorite style. Uh, the, the doggy. Uh, how come other sexual positions don't have other styles? It's, you know, like they don't call it missionary style. They call it missionary position. They don't call it doggy position. Uh, the mounted position. I don't. It's it's a, it's it's the only one that has a style. It makes it sound artistic. Really, just got some chick bent over in the back of a fucking a coupe, <laughs> banging the shit out of her. And uh, anyway, she's like, uh, she fin- the guy finishes. She's acting like she's she's enjoying it. She's he gives her five bucks and, and she's like, I asked for it's ten. He's like, all I got is five. And she's like, fine. Mm. She leaves. Uh, she's kind of a bitch to him. But you know, when you're getting banged in the back of a car and you only get five bucks, you're allowed to be a bitch at that point. I think. But uh, you're also kind of supposed to be expecting that you might get ripped off. Who knows? You know, it's a, it's a dangerous world out there. It's a, the oldest profession does not always pay out well. Let's just say that. It's a, not a lot of uh, successful prostitutes, uh, save for what the fuck is her name that dated uh, Tom Sizemore. I was married to her. Him. What? I, I'm, I'm lost. My brain is not working. Anyway, uh, she immediately goes to buy some bullets because Andy Warhol is, is a dick to her. He's a complete asshole. He's very sexist. He's like, you can't. She sold him a script to make into a movie. He kept the script and says he lost it. She's pissed off, and she's like, you're not going to make my script? Can I at least have my script back? And he's like, I don't have it. So she decides she's going to kill him. And you know what? Kudos to her, because Andy Warhol, fuck that guy. I I don't like Andy Warhol. His art is goddamn terrible. His movies are even worse. He, He drew a goddamn soup can, and it's called art, and he's revered everywhere. I just don't understand it. Not that I wish death upon him, but can you just stay the fuck out of the limelight? And the only thing he really has working for him is he created this, the term, like, superstar and the whole 15 minutes of fame thing. That's it. Uh, that's If that's all he had to offer, fuck that guy. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. I wish he was more successful with her suicide att- or her, her homicide attempt. Anyway, or, or suicide. I think that would have worked the other way. Anyway, she's going to buy a gun. She can only buy so many bullets for five bucks, and she's going to shoot Andy Warhol. And she goes back in with him later, and she's on the elevator ride with him. Very awkward elevator ride. And then she, he goes into his office, starts talking. She walks in with a gun, shoots him in the stomach when he's laying on the ground. And she could have shot him a few more times, but she just shot him the once. So you know what? If you're not going to shoot him twice, you kind of deserve for the guy to live and for you to fail. You're a failure. Well, Valerie Solanus. This is a true story, by the way. This really did happen. So <clears throat> massive failure. Let's just say she, she's terrible at this. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, I guess Kai apparently won the city council election. He's, so he's officially on the city council at this point. Uh, we see... Uh, what's her name? Fucking... I can't think of any goddamn names in this. Be- Beverly goes out to her car. There's a woman there. And uh, we, we get treated back to Francis Conroy. He's been in the show since season one. I don't think she was in every season. 
I don't remember her that much in season two. Maybe she was. I'm just not remembering her. I know she's in one, three, and then, uh, uh, yeah, she's in most of them, I think. I just can't think off the top of my head, you know, how many seasons she's in. Anyway, she's in a lot of them. She's back, though. She's uh, wearing another, like, weird black wig. She always has a black wig, and her eyes always fucked up, but that's because the actual actress's eyes fucked up. It's really cool looking. I'm sure she is. She's not a fan of it, but it's cool looking. She plays uh, Bebe Babbitt. Which is god just goddamn annoying to say out loud, and she's kind of doing this whole thing where she seems like she's aware and kind of on onto Meadows' plot. I I don't understand. She I mean, Meadow was the one who shot Kai in the leg and then killed herself, and she seems like she's aware of it. So I was like, okay, I wonder who this character is. Anyway, we cut back to Kai. He, we're at his house, and he he pretty much has a full on cult at this point. Like, everyone has matching outfits, like Fight Club. It's like the, they're all space monkeys. They all have, like, they're, they're wearing just matching outfits. It's weird. It feels like a religious cult at this point. It's just, uh, it's really advancing. At this, you know, they kind of just started this in this episode. Um, Beverly comes in downstairs. She She's trying to get in there. The, the fucking space monkeys won't let her, but she finally gets down there. She's questioning Kai about Meadow, and she's like, how much, did, how, did you know about this? Did you know she's going to do this? Were you in on this? Are you going to fuck me over just like you did with Meadow? You said we're going to be equal, equal partners. Now look what's happening. I'm, I'm getting kicked out here pretty much. And Kai's like, it's fine. You're, you know, you're part of this. You're part of this. And, and Kai in this scene is dressed exactly like Steven Seagal. He's got that weird kimono. It's all black. He's like, he's, he's walking with his hands, like hand in hand in front of him. Like his arms down with holding. It's just, it's Steven Seagal. It's just so goddamn weird. It's a, uh, he's quickly, quickly turning into Steven Seagal. It's, I don't, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan of Steven Seagal. Well, Beverly, you're going to be in this with me. This 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 cult is under siege. That's right. This the siege is this we're under siege. This cult's going through some dark territory. That's right. It's another one of my movies. Anyway, so Bebe reveals herself to the women. Uh, she reveals that she was dating Valerie Solanas back in the day, back in the '60s, and she kind of warns Beverly. Uh, Winter and Ivy about the men taking over, and it's this whole episode's kind of weird. It's like a whole sexist vibe going on in it. And then uh, we see uh, Valerie Solanas doing her little speech there. She's also kind of starting a cult. They're kind of just tying all these cults together, so it works because we see Valerie. She's doing a little speech about men, how much they suck, and she's running uh, something called Scum, which stands for Society of Cutting Up Men, which is just the goddamn worst name I've ever heard. It's uh, two on the nose. It's it's stupid. It's a stupid name. Let's just say that. I, I guess it works both ways as a as a scum, men are scum, and society kind of men. Okay, great. Stupid. Really stupid. And they have like a newsletter too. Oh my god, it's so stupid. Anyway, so they reveal that or uh, Bebe reveals that they were killing couples at first uh, just to prove to women that they don't need to be in relationships with men. It's just it's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. It's like. We're attacking men, but we're going to attack, attack men by attacking women, too, to prove that women don't need men because men are evil. But then what's the goddamn end game of that? Get rid of all the men? And then if, you realize you need men to make more women, right? Oh, what? I, I, it's stupid. It's, it's a, shooting yourself in the foot. It, it's, it's that phrase like cutting off your nose to spite your face. Uh, who are you spiting? I, so you, you're mad at men, so you're going to kill men. And then if all the men are dead... It's just women, and then then what? What's? I don't get it. I don't get the I don't get the end game. 
Do you want men to change? Because shooting them in the goddamn face isn't going to change men. It's just going to make them more angry. You're, you're mad because men are aggressive and they're angry and their genes aren't right. So you're going to go ahead and shoot them and like, let's attack them. That'll get them to stop being the way they are. That won't cause any resistance or more violence in the future. Oh, stupid, stupid, stupid. It's, a, it's just you doing something just to, just to feel like you're active. But really, it doesn't add anything or change anything. In fact, it makes it way worse for you. Um, much like uh, battling terrorists in the Middle East, right? You just create more terrorists, right, guys? Right? Let's make this political. It's a political show. Anyway, uh, so Valerie, uh, I guess what they're saying is they kind of realize that they're leaving the Zodiac sign, and they're like, y- you guys, people thought you were the Zodiac? And like, no, we were creating the Zodiac. We're, they were trying to create confusion. And then uh, someone turned in a bunch of letters that claimed to be from the Zodiac. They're misspelled and shit, and Valerie freaks out on the phone over the Zodiac because she's in prison at this time because of the shooting for Andy Warhol. She's in a, a psychiatric unit, I guess. So she's freaking out over the phone. She's just screaming into her phone like her plan, like, we're killing men just so we can... And I was like, Dude, calm down. Why don't you quiet down? I understand nobody's going to take it seriously here, but I still wouldn't reveal your plan of murder over the goddamn phone where you're screaming it. Anyway, uh, so Valerie gets out. She goes to San Francisco. That's where all they're located. And then they... They start to realize one of the men in the group, because there's two, uh, two gay guys in there who had to keep standing up and going like, I'm a man, so I'm a turd. And they they keep using the word turd. I'm not, uh, I, for me, I wouldn't take a seri- take a cult serious if they're using the word turd a bunch. Kind of kind of a child's word, really. No, no adult really uses that word unless they're joking and, and trying to sound infantile. I don't understand. The word turd is not a serious term. I'm sorry. It's a real turd of a term, if you know what I mean. Uh, so anyway, they re- reveal that one of the guys wrote the letter. They question him. They, he starts to freak out. She pulls out a knife, and then the one guy freaks out, and she stabs the other guy in the leg or something. And then she, you know, it's revealed that the other guy who was cheering him on, like, yeah, kill him, kill him, kill him, is the one that was writing the letters. And she's like, you're betraying your own kind. So they all stab the shit out of him. They just stab the living shit out of this guy and kill him. And uh, they, they cut him up pretty good. He's dead. Anyway, uh, later on, Valerie turns herself in to the police. She's like, I, I'm, we've been murdering couples. I'm the Zodiac. And, and they're like, yeah, right. The Zodiac's a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, continuing on with the sexist theme of this episode, because men are evil. Men are pigs. Even cops. They can't even take crime seriously. They, are, they sure are scum. They deserve to be cut up. They need a society for that, you know, to cut up these men. Stupid fucking name. Anyway, when Valerie gets, starts screaming and stuff, one of the cops pulls her away. And I don't agree with Lena Dunham's acting in this scene because she's screaming and then she starts putting up her arms in the air and like kind of acting like the cops are dragging her away, but but they're not. She just, as an actress, knows they're supposed to be, so she is acting like they're pulling her away, but they're not. Uh, go back and rewatch the scene because it doesn't it doesn't uh, work. It doesn't work at all. Uh, she's she's yelling and she's like, "Let me go, let me go," and I'm like, "You're the one taking yourself away when you're yelling, let me go." I just think they should have reshot that scene because it just uh, looked like she was the actress knew she was getting arrested more than the character did or getting pulled away. So she's screaming, let me go, but they don't have her. So it doesn't, it doesn't work at all. Just just redo the scene. If you, if you see that on set, just go, yeah, let's redo that. It didn't, it didn't quite work. Anyway, uh, Lena is back at the, the room where they killed that guy earlier. Uh, it's later on in the story, and uh, Bebe is t- still telling the story about uh, Valerie. Valerie slash Lena, you know, whatever I want to call her, she's starting to go a little crazy. She's doing this whole speech with like insane body language, like moving her arms through the air while she's speaking, and like she rips up paper and starts eating it. And then you still you see like this weird the shot where it kind of like drags the person out of the room, like 
they leave the, the woman will get up and leave the room and it kind of does that trail where it looks like it was kind of like sped up but still slow motion at the same time so they're leaving the room one at a time they all leave and it's eventually it's just Bebe and uh, Valerie and Bebe's like well at that point we were kind of realizing she the schizophrenia was taking over she was a schizo and then we see her alone in a room and it's all fucking just disgusting and shit and she's living in squalor and it's just like her writing nonsense into a typewriter and she pulls it up and it's all like mistyped and shit and she's just seeing it weird it's not making any sense. She, Andy Warhol's behind her on the couch, and she's like, how the fuck did you get in here? How the fuck? Did you mess with my typewriter? Did you fuck with it? And he's like, calm down. And he starts eating an apple or whatever the hell he's eating, and she slaps it on his hand. <laughs> it's, uh... By the way, uh, I should mention that uh, Evan Peters does play Andy Warhol, so he has two roles so far in this season. And I have seen up, in, up until episode 710, and he plays a many, many more roles later on. We'll get to that, though. So this is role number two for him, though. And, uh, yeah, she starts to attack Andy Warhol. She slips and hits her head in a fucking corner of a table or a desk or something and dies and goddamn dies. That's how she dies. And, uh, what a great way to go out, right? Yep. Chasing your imaginary friend that you already shot you know, fucking 20 years ago. It, it's a uh, terrible, she's, she's a failure and she's being haunted by her failure, but also still possible because he's not really haunting her because the motherfucker was Still alive at this point, I think. I think she died before he did. I'm not exactly certain on the timeline. I could be wrong, obviously. I don't care. I'm not going to look it up. But either way, he, weird to be haunted by someone that you didn't even kill. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Kai is questioning uh, Winter. and she, he, Kai keeps doing this thing with the next couple episodes where he's... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the plot of this episode because it's really not adding up. But Kai's like... He's uh, with their parents in the bedroom, and they're all dead and gross and stuff. I think this is where this scene took place. Maybe it's later on. Anyway, event, he, the point is he finds a scum magazine in Winter's room after like questioning her, and she's like, I'm allegiant to you. That's fine. He's like, oh, I found this in your room. And she's like, oh, I just found that in the street. And he's like, this has a good message. I like it. I was like, oh, what? Okay. Okay. I guess we're doing this. Uh, so this... The group here, although girls, they attack and kill Harrison. Oh, because Kai mentions the winter that Harrison was saying negative shit about women. So Kai's really setting up them to kill Harrison for some goddamn reason. I don't understand it. And this is what I'm saying. None of this makes really make any sense if you, unless you think that Kai is kind of losing a grip, which really comes up later. And that he's just kind of like... He's setting up his own people against each other for no goddamn reason, it seems. But uh, the women get together. They attack Harrison... Uh, and they, they question him about Meadow, like, how much did she know? How much you know, did you do it on purpose? And uh, it seems like it was Kai's idea for them to kill Harrison. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, Kai, Kai's idea, because Bebe is reporting back to Kai about what she's, she's leading this group of women against them. And I was like, why is Kai in on that? Why is Kai purposely dividing his own sanctions? I don't understand. His own forces, he's like pitting them against each other for no goddamn reason. It, it's just slowing down any cause he can do. If you have more internal strife, your, your, your main cause is going to slow down a little bit. It's going to take some wind out of your sails. You have some holes in your sails. It, I don't get it. I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, Ivy fucking kills the living shit out of Harrison. I keep saying living shit, but she stabs the shit out of him. Or with a, I think she had a saw, didn't she? Like a, like a, a chainsaw and just fucking kills him. I was like, Ivy's just like fucking cutthroat now. She seemed a little reluctant before. Now she's just full, full on, on board. Anyway, uh, the smash cut to 
Beverly, she's smiling in front of Harrison's body on the news. She's like, <laughs> it just cuts there, and she's like, this body was found in the lake, and like she's smiling, and then she's basically talking directly to Kai through the TV. She's like, who knows why this man was killed? Man, we sure would love to find out. And she's stuff like that, just talking directly to Kai. This is a really clever scene. I liked it. it. It worked. And Kai's just like, motherfucker. And this is when we see that Bebe's with him. And this is what blew my mind. Because I'm like, why is Bebe, why is she helping? I don't, why is Kai in a, what? I don't, what? No, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Unless Kai is just has a no idea what he's doing and he's fucking a lunatic, like he's a goddamn lunatic, it doesn't make any sense for him to purposely divide his people like this. I'm not, I'm not going to keep reiterating myself. It's just, it is just nonsense. Anyway, uh, yeah, he's he's watching news of the baby. That was my last note. I, I wrote the note twice, so I thought there was another one, but there's not. Yeah, and I wasn't surprised that baby was there because I kind of figured baby was in on it uh, with Kai, and then but then when it happened, I was like, oh, she's there. Wait, why is she there? What? No, I don't. I don't get it. Anyway, that's the end of this episode. Uh, I guess she died for your sins, scumbag. Uh, that would be Val- Valerie Solanas. So uh, you're welcome, I guess, men. I don't get it. I don't get the. I don't get this episode. It wasn't bad. It was fine. I liked the episode just fine. It just didn't. It's one of those episodes where if you took it out, and you could re right around this and just have ten episodes this season because it doesn't really come into play that much. It just felt like that episode in last season, or the hotel season, where it was like uh, all the bodies were being found, and you know, they went in the history of his weird serial killer, and it just like it kind of derailed the season a little bit. This one, not so much. It, it didn't derail it any. It added to it. They tied it in. It worked a lot better, don't get me wrong, but unnecessary. I, it just could have went without this one. It was cool to see. I, I just didn't understand what was going on, why he would do this, to, why he would do any of this. It, didn't, it just didn't add up. Anyway. That is the end of that. Uh, go to liwstudios.com. Check out all the shows there. Go to youtube.com slash loitering in wonderland. Please do that. I would like to get enough subscribers on the YouTube page so I can do live shows on there. Do live shows on YouTube. I think you have to have 100 subscribers. For some reason, subscribers on YouTube are hard to come by unless you make uh, vi- makeup tutorials or unboxing videos or stupid, stupid bullshit where you eat random shit out of a box and you go, oh, this candy testing. Uh, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to make comedy videos and do my thing. Anyway. Yeah, that go to there, subscribe, rate, and review, share with your friends, uh, share with uh, Valerie Solanas, share with your local scum, share with your uh, your, your scum men, uh, and spread the word that Valerie died for your sins. But uh, until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. <laughs>